0: Beautiful people of Anchor, and from some places on other parts of the interwebs. Hello! It's been a hot minute. it has been a lot going on. If you listened to my last episode, and we had the chicks. All the chicks are dead. Yeah. Uh, We had these adorable little bantam chicks, weird emo-looking things they grow up into. We've got three three hens already, but um, my nephew got these chicks for Christmas and they had this this, yeah, horrible disease and they had to be put down and that was pretty heartbreaking. And around the same time, my mum went into hospital because of some heart-related stuff. You're in the kitchen with me right now, by the way. I'm, like, w- walking around in a little circle, waiting. Here we go. Let's put the kettle on. That'll, that'll help. That's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're multitasking. Um, task switching, uh, to be a pedant about it. Um, yeah, so I just... Ha- I i've had a lot going on but also yeah it's as as the social aspect of anchor you know just fades away to basically nothing it's my yeah my inspiration for for doing it is is also draining away it doesn't Necessarily have to be so. I can put some effort back in and connect more. It just takes a lot more energy. Yeah. But I got a bit of a boost this morning. It was quite a shock at first. A friend of mine that I've known since. Oh oh my goodness, my early twenties, so <laughs> going on like twenty five years or something, I've been friends with this person. And um Yeah, she left me a message. Kate, if you're listening, hi. Uh yeah I'd well, expected. And I'd been thinking, Oh, it's been a while since I've done Lulu Island. You know, and so I got this message, I was like, it's, you know what, it's time. It's time to make a recording. My sister has just gone to the gym. My nephew's not yet up. My bird seems to be not hearing me, or she's in, she's probably had an egg. She's acting all hormonal. She bit Caleb really hard yesterday, my nephew really hard yesterday. She's like, I'm never get here really good. Like, darn. He means that <laughs> um yeah I was kind of hoping we could transfer those pet feelings over to my lorikeet so she could get extra love um we could sh- all share the love I was looking that way the day before he was out for ages oh, anyway so most of my life consists of being at my sister's house. Um, I guess this is now also, I don't know if I call it my house but it's definitely it's where I'm living. And I'm gonna have some jasmine, tea too, jasmine and green tea. From one of my, taken from one of my hotel visits. Otherwise these things are like a dollar, dollar 20 a tea bag. It's crazy. Anyway, doing things, doing things, doing things, doing things here. The phone call from Kate really just, like, just blew my freaking mind because she's not from this world. She's from my my regular life, regular life. My before anchor life. (sighs) Instead of before common era, (laughs) say before anchor. Before anchor and after anchor. Well, that's certainly a thing. I'm doing all right. There are challenges. Uh... Stepping into somebody else's space and life and whole setup and system is challenging um, because she's on the go. She really is my sister. Um, It's just work, 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 work from. Almost, you know, like all all her waking hours, are spent either doing stuff for her job or for the house or for my nephew. And her stress can get pretty out of control sometimes. Put right. <sighs> my tea bag in the bin, like a good tidy, Lily. So, fitting into that system, not getting squished by it. In other words, like being kind of forced into doing a lot more than what I can emotionally and physically handle, as well as dealing with my own stuff. Like a downside to it, and I've. I developed a sort of hypervigilance where I'll kind of look around and make sure, you know, and maybe it's not such a bad thing, but, like, what's, you know, what's in the shared space, what needs to be cleaned up there first, and then my room will be kind of an afterthought. I brought in my washing and their washing, and I wasn't even considering folding my washing, but I folded their washing, and then I thought, oh, well, I like, should probably fold my own washing then. So it's kind of it's a double-edged sword does it detract from me doing other things or does it help get me into a rhythm where i'm more likely to do things i don't know it's probably sometimes it does one sometimes it does the other um i'm still frustratingly um short of my goal of getting through all of my storage Today is a new day and I don't have anything that I have to do apart from I've lined up a conversation with my sister for 11am for my other sister, Shelly, who also spends a lot of time on her own and has uh, health issues mental health issues, physical health issues. So we've just reconnected a bit more again recently, just yesterday, had a good chat. and It's difficult with her sometimes because in the past she's been very needy and so there's this kind of mental block, I guess, when it comes to people who are needy. for humans, for other humans, not for everybody, but I've experienced this when I've been needy. It's quite off-putting, and that's just with Shelley and being off-putting. I mean, just say it's kind of the tip of the iceberg with some of her behavior, but she's it you know, just shows that everybody can evolve and improve because, um, yeah. Her social skills have actually, ha- have made a marked improvement from her own effort. She, and not that she's become less needy by saying, I'm going to be less needy. and She's thought, I'm going to be more, excuse my creaky voice. <clears throat> um, she's taken on board feedback that she's been given. Uh, And she said, I'm going to be more considerate of other people's needs. And she's chipped away at that. And she really, it was just wonderful talking to her yesterday. (sighs) I do, I I really appreciate my family. I, I get so frustrated sometimes, I think, as many of my fellow humans do. But I really do do love my two sisters, and my two sisters do love me. I do love my mum and my dad, and they love me. And I actually might be feeling whole in this moment when it comes to my family. You know, my mum, my dad, my sisters, my nephew. I know my nephew loves me. He. He, um, shows me lots of love and appreciation. But yeah, it's like, I guess, especially thinking about my whole family, um, and that at this point in my life, I'm not beefing with any of them. We have pretty open, clear communication. Not, of course, not saying things are perfect, but... Is feeling some appreciation in this moment for going, hey, my mum loves me. And my dad also loves me. And my two sisters love me. And all of them want to talk to me and want to connect with me because just who I am to them. Not because they want anything out of me. Not because there's an obligation but because of genuine connection and if, uh, if I have any say over it I choose to have this be my new paradigm of belief about my family that that's that's just what I'm going to assume is the case and then if something comes up that looks a bit different from that. I'll really, but I'll, re- I'll re- rewind and reevaluate then. Kate wanted to know how are you? Are you sick? Are you well? I'm both I had a um an ECG, whatever it is, they put the stickers on you and then the electrodes and then they they look at the rhythms of your heart. My heart had nice rhythms. I managed to relax myself down to 65 beats per minute and had a regular heartbeat. We were checking into it because my mum was in hospital. Oh, she just got out a few days ago. It was, um, Apple watch told her she had some crazy I think 183 beats per minute um, and she'd been sitting resting for 10 minutes so they gave her a little tap 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 uh, hey so she ended up in hospital and they did this crazy surgery where they were gonna fire got th- cut up through her groin fire a laser at her heart wherever the electrical wiring was going wrong and um, yeah I, I'm i almost glad that they couldn't do it they couldn't get her heart rate up oh my god so yeah apparently I, apparently this is a it can be genetic so I thought since I was going to my doctor anyway I'd get her opinion and they had the ECG thing in the doctor's office which is quite impressive so it all you know went and had that Done then and there, just to be sure. But um, yeah, like it seems like a lot um, for an elevated heart rate. That you know, I guess we'll ch- just check and see how much it presents itself. It it's not so bad the episode in itself. It's just that if your heart is beating that fast. Just like that, and you know, um, the, the the episodes can damage your organs. So, will damage your organs? I don't know. But yeah, they they cut incisions down near your groin and and put things up there, and then yeah, we're ready to. And she had to be awake. It was a two-hour procedure, and um, she had to be awake because they had to try to stress out her heart so that it would do the weird oh hello bird what kind of bird are you flying across the sky sounding like a nervous mother calling after their child Trevor! Trevor! Come back! Come back! Trevor! Are you close to the (laughs) road? Let's see if we can tie up all these um, little loops that I've made here (laughs) so health yeah it's alright still on a lot of medication but uh, my doctor said that the fact that I've been through a shit ton of stress over Christmas and since and trying to settle in here in the house and other you know other stuff That I've done well to not increase my medication and I also did this thing where I'm now walking to the pharmacy, it's only a couple of minutes away twice a week to collect my medication rather than getting it delivered once a fortnight um yeah I I I struggle sometimes To be able to just take the medication that I've got for the days that I've got it and not have extra anytime something stressful comes along. Or even actually sometimes I just, I just crave that feeling of being numb. And um, yeah, it's, it's all like, I don't want to deal with the heat, you know, we've, it's, I don't have air conditioning and I'm here during the day and sometimes I'll just want to take opioids just to block out feeling the heat. I don't know, all kinds of different reasons, but yeah, I don't I don't suffer from pain so much anymore. That's really good I think that being here has meant that I've been up and doing stuff more so I haven't been in bed quite so much and so the light movement the combination of Sarah my sister doing everything and um, so there are less opportunities for me to to hurt myself doing stuff but also me needing to contribute but doing that in ways where I'm not hurting myself um and just getting up and talking you know talking to Caleb when he gets home from school talking to to Sarah at night just getting up and and being a part of things is is helping Just stay out of bed but but not have to have it be something that I'm potentially hurting myself but just lightly moving around so I know not everybody has the luxury of being able to gently rehabilitate but it seems to be working for me I'm coming along really well I I yeah my my physical health is really improving my oh my weight (laughs) my weight has increased I've yeah, I've gone up a bit more. With the stress, I tend to uh, carb load at night. Like worst possible thing you could do is I guess well, it's the simplest explanation for how to deal with it is like find a way to not be carb loading at night. I didn't last night. Um, that's because I wanted to, but I but I managed to fall asleep before I did it but it was my sister and my nephew were out here doing homework so i'm like uh i won't go out and carb load in front of them i feel a bit embarrassed oh which i have some hope because i got that in like an insight about behavior that i got from this book called a liberated mind i was doing the transcript for it and and this is this is my way forward, hopefully, out of some of the, the shit that I've been trying to oh, just deal with, you know? Um, I guess maybe I wanted to fix it or was waiting for it to get fixed enough. But um I'm I need more I need more help. I need help in, in dealing with having psychological pain in my life um okay so um this is the uh, called the fear of the dark experiment um i think that's what i've got it written as in my book so um it's not just the contents of your thoughts but the social context you have them in that affects our behavior so i'll just say that again it's not the contents of your thoughts but the social context you have them in that affects our behaviour. So in this case the difference being the night before, didn't have anybody sitting in the lounge room. Or at least I think maybe if there's some if they were sitting in the lounge room I might sort of sort of surreptitiously slip past. But they were sitting at the kitchen island and it was the two of them. And so I could have like the the social barrier wasn't so high. But it was high enough to just have me be like, Oh no, I'm, I'll just I'll just stay in here, they're out there. So I had the thought I want an ice block. And usually one ice block leads to five ice blocks or something like that. But yeah, but the the social aspect of it changed what I did. So it's interesting. Um, that's, I mean, that's just one example off the top of my head. But I'm going to be paying attention and I'll let you know how it goes. But this is a acceptance and commitment therapy book. It's a, a new one. Um, I've liked this stuff in the past. I don't like that it comes out of cognitive behavioral therapy because I don't particularly, I'm not a fan, but... I do like that he's I think he's this author has um, Stephen Hayes I think is his name he's taken the best aspects of CBT which is the evidence-based approach so making sure that you really have got your um, your evidence ducts lined up now that that statement that he makes is based on a um, on this study called the fear of the Dark experiment where they um this study was done by before cognitive behavioral therapy back when it was behavioralism um it was uh an experiment done where kids were um, given a video to watch by by the you know the researchers saying You know, like, just watch this little, I don't know if they said, you know, to help you with, you know, what you're going to be in the dark for a bit after watching this video. And um, they, the video had stuff in it about the the child um, telling themselves that they were brave. And there was an improvement. With the control group who didn't have the video so it seemed like if you tell yourself positive things like that then you'll be able to because the ones that were did watch the video they they were able to withstand being in the dark for longer kind of like the opposite of the marshmallow experiment in a way so the uh the kids uh so then it was replicated by these uh acceptance commitment therapy mob and what they did was they made it so the kids didn't know that they were being observed with the video. They thought that they had a choice about which video they were going to watch. It was like, you know, this should help, but it. that's, you know, um, you we we won't be looking. You choose whatever video you like, um, and you know. So there's a few buttons, but they it's the same it's going to be the same video so all the kids end up watching the same video the control group that um yeah and uh the, well the, there's the tr- control group i think didn't have um thought that they were being supervised and then the the group that they were checking to see if there was any difference thought that they weren't being supervised so the difference was quite remarkable the the results of the kids that thought that they were being supervised were the same as the first study so um which you know made them think that it was you know like you you controlled your actions through controlling your thoughts and then the second study showed that it was actually the what made the difference was the the fact that the kids um thought that there was social consequences there were social consequences to their behavior that they they were working within a social network a social paradigm somebody was watching someone was paying attention um and it doesn't have to be a big or a big brother is watching you but that there is a thing about being a part of a society or a part of a system that really does affect our behavior. I keep finding that over and over again. This is just another example, but it's, I think it's a fairly profound one because just the ability to be able to manage your fear can be boosted by knowing that other people care about whether or not you're dealing with your fear. And it runs in contradiction to this idea that you need to get all of the toxic people out of your life. You're better off alone. You're, you know, um, And, and I, I for sure have gone down that road. And now I'm picking myself up and reconnecting So I think it's really appropriate that this episode is inspired by my dear old friend reconnecting with me and giving me the inspiration to talk to you. Hope I've closed all those loops I am kind of half asleep <laughs> thanks for listening you light up my life I'm getting up to turn off this recording but I thought that I would end with some kind of song so that I didn't have to trim the end of the episode. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> it's like trying to hang up from a phone call. Okay, and oh, and one more thing. And bye. Okay, no really, bye.